Hey there, Overgrowth listeners. This is your host, Rich. Just doing another um, podcast episode for you. Uh, Just giving an update and letting in itinerary stuff and uh, going over a few tools maybe um, later in the show. uh, Well, episode, I should say. So, um, yeah, so it's been, uh, it's the middle of summer. Uh, hope everyone's gardens are doing well. They uh, they should be flourishing uh, from all the rain, at least in the New England area. Uh, if you're listening in this area uh, that we've had, we've had a ton of rain, um, at least in my neck of the woods in Metro West uh, Massachusetts. Uh, we've had, I think the official count I was reading was 14 point something inches in just my town. And that is insane for the whole month of July. I'd, uh, I think that was the wettest month I have hold on, ever seen. Uh, I'm currently out in the field now, so. But it's uh, I've noticed it's been so insane for rain that there's a shitload of more mosquitoes out now than there were just a month ago. Um, not even that many, like, I, I don't even know... It, they it just bounced back so much like before at the start of July I wasn't really wearing any uh, just tick protection um, spray uh, and I wasn't really wearing any anti-bug stuff um, any bug spray or bug creams or anything like that because I wasn't really getting bit I, I would go into the work and I work um, literally almost in the middle of a forest so I would say not deep woods action but close to deep woods and i was getting bit to no i was getting no mosquito bites nothing but all of a sudden from all the rain uh the mosquitoes must have loved that so um yeah so now i've got i got badger bomb and all this other shit that i'm using um to battle that uh yeah tomatoes uh, coming in good squash i finally got a good year for squash um, in my works, uh, kitchen garden, I have herbs growing, um, but I had vegetable, I have vegetables too, and, uh, I got squash, um, that, uh, I use, and the kitchen uses, and, and that stuff, um, hopefully, I, I hope they use them, um, and, uh, I don't like anything to go to waste, so I always, um, I always take home any like deformed stuff that they don't want um, or use that I see they, they don't use like if one clearly they could have picked one um, most of the time they do their own picking sometimes um, sometimes I do it for them but if they if they could have used a squash and they didn't use it because it had like bumps in it or something then uh, yeah I take the ones with that home and I just peel it and use it um, so nothing goes to waste uh, wasting food and wasting plants is just horrible. Um, yeah, so we get squash coming along pretty well. Uh, I got shitloads of that. Tomatoes. Uh, some tomatoes coming in good. I got uh, the tomatoes have not ripened yet uh, in the work garden. Um, and that's only because I think they were just too planted too. They're on there. They're green. It's just. Uh, they need to get bigger or they're not it's not planted it uh they haven't planted long enough uh gained plenty of sun so that's no question about that in water 
peppers, uh, my peppers are just a sad, sad state of affair. Uh, the bunnies have been uh, out everywhere from the cool July. Um, I find that they're coming out more um, recently and in July too, uh, more mid to mid to late July, but I've seen the tons now and they've just been wreaking havoc on my home garden, um, my satellite garden and my work uh, in the kitchen work garden. Um, the pepper plants, the they just hop right up onto the, and they're in, uh, they're in raised beds too, uh, that are actually pretty high off the ground, I'd say at least two feet. So they would just hop right on and they eat, or chipmunks, something eats them. Uh, yeah, and it's, uh, it's crazy. I'm still getting peppers though. They still have little flowers and everything. They're just, you know, deformed or not, um, not to the general public's liking, but they're still usable. I use them, so uh, they're edible and I'm still here. So that's really it for that. Um, what else? Uh, prickly pear cactus I've been cultivating for New England weather. Um, and uh, it's in, I, it's pretty much taken across my all my work beds um, are the ones that I planted them in. I plan on transferring more um, this coming week. Uh, I'm going to take some more cuttings and transfer them more around the, around the place um, just so it can survive before my boss gets rid of one of the flower beds. And um, yeah, just it's been just a week of transplanting stuff. Uh, a lot of the transplanting lilies, daffodils, uh, no tulip bulbs uh, uh, transplanting yet uh, or planting. Um, I kind of did that in the middle of July, but I think it was the only reason why I took was from all the rain. Uh, a lot of them didn't take um, in the beginning of July. So uh, I'll have to think about that. Pro I'll probably be planting a shitload in uh, the fall for next season. Um, I'm just gonna plant, I'm just gonna go like fucking balls to the wall with all that shit in the fall. Uh, and hopefully they'll, uh, yeah, they'll survive. So we'll see. Um, what else? Uh, that's it for the kitchen uh, garden in that area. Flowers coming in nicely. I'm gonna post some to the Facebook group. Uh, that I took today and some on my Instagram page. Uh, my business, uh, Rich's Garden and Animal Husbandry Co., uh, actually has an Instagram page now and I have, uh, it's gonna be, uh, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna make a Twitter page too for it, um, but it actually, uh, Overgrowth actually has a Twitter page also and, um, and the Facebook page and that stuff. Um, so it's probably gonna get an Instagram page at some point too. I also have a professional horticulture page. Um, I believe that's the same page in my Rich's Garden and Animal Husbandry Co. Um, which I'll put links to in the Facebook group if I can figure out how to, uh, how to do it. Um, and I'll be uploading a lot of pictures of uh, special plantings that I liked um, or just flower beds that I really like that have come into bloom. Um, I did a lot of they were pretty looking pretty gnarly uh, in the beginning because all the plants were small when I first posted it but now that it's 
they can give it about a month or two. Uh, they've all like filled the whole bed um, and, it, and it came out pretty nice. So um, yeah, and I'll post some pictures of the wedding areas that I've taken care of and and that stuff. Um, what else? I think that's it. Yeah, that's it for the work garden. Um, pruning, uh, now's your chance to, uh, to get sunlight on those grapes too. You prune back those grape vines, just the leaves, just to get a few uh just to get those uh grapes a little more access to sun so they could ripen up nicely um yeah it's really it uh pruning dead uh de uh, deheading uh flower heads on rose bushes uh dead flower heads if you dehead those it will promote uh rose bushes to grow more so they grow more heads and uh more flower Sorry if I'm uh, coughing on this. Uh, I don't have COVID. Um, I was weeding a lot today and um, it was, uh, I forgot my bandana in my truck and I got a face full of dust uh, earlier. So uh, yeah, I've been drinking shitloads of water and trying to get the taste of dust out of my mouth. Um, but yeah, that's really it. Uh, Where's it going with it? Uh, oh yeah, so that uh, those garden, the work garden's nice. Just deheading the flower, um, the rose bushes, and uh, planting. Um, if you do small plantings uh, now for the fall, they'll come up. Uh, I planted uh, ones that are not ready yet are soybeans, which I've never grown before, but I found this great uh, strain, I want to say, uh, or uh, type from. Um, where are they from? They're from, uh, from Japan, yeah. Um, and I also have daikon radishes, uh, going too, because I want, uh, I, I, I didn't grow any in my personal garden, um, so I put up a little allotment for me at the work garden, and I wanted to grow some, as also when I get it ready to grow at my house too, um, so they can... Uh, so I could have it for the fall and the winter. Um, I'd love to cook me some Odin uh, for the winter and that stuff. Um, yeah, so that's that for work. Uh, personal garden, uh, my home garden is going great. Uh, for tomatoes at least and some peppers. Peppers coming in nice. Um, did a lot of potted plants this year. Uh, I have a lot of my, when I was when I was moving houses a lot of my uh, I forgot some citrus plants at my uh, parents house and they um, they didn't really survive uh, for multiple factors so uh, I ended up replacing them but I did I didn't want any citrus plants um, I, I actually made the mistake I got two citrus plants from Home Depot and I have to say, if you guys could get plants from a nursery, that would be 100% better than going to Home Depot. One, um, they hire little chimps to work at Home Depot that don't know anything. Uh, it is insane. Um, the, the, the level of knowledge that, you, that nobody has to work at a garden section of a store. Um, but besides that, it's... Um, so I got a navel orange and then another type of orange uh, from there and 
they were all right, um, but they're small patio clones uh, of the plants. Uh, small, and I probably won't see a harvest from them for at least a year or two, which is kind of disappointing um, because I thought they were going to uh, be better. Um, but I'm in it for the long run, so hopefully. Uh, I got now these other trees that I got, I got from this place called Mahoney's, and it's a small um, garden nursery in Mass. I don't know if they have any stores out of mass but in mass they're they're in the pretty they're pricey but their plants are worth it um they know how to take care of their plants and they um they did really well so yeah that's it for that um i got uh a satsume uh mandarin orange tree uh which is basically like the size of a tangerine and this one did uh well, so I did have some uh, Satsume Mandarin Oranges on it. And I think the stress of the new environment and me replanting it into a big terracotta pot that I could, uh, and watering it, but that it wasn't, it didn't have enough nutrients, I think, um, really took a toll on stuff, uh, on the tree especially. So... I am probably going to get some compost put on top. I'm going to see how that does. Uh, how that does. It, it dropped most of the fruit. And I was kind of disappointed. But hopefully it will grow to be good. Um, I haven't really had much success with uh, potted fruit. Except for the small ones like calamodins or um, kumquats and that stuff. Uh, which I did get a, I think one of them is actually a Kalamodin tree, one of the other ones. Um, I'll have to double check. But um, the other ones uh, that I did get were a lemon, a Persian lime, and a, a dwarf Persian lime, and a Mayer lemon. Those will come out pretty well, uh, hopefully. Mayer lemons always do well. Uh, that, that's one of the trees that I had success with, bef with before, so I have uh, high hopes with that. And. Um, Another one that I have is fruit trees. Uh, oh, my dwarf banana tree uh, is doing pretty well. Um, that's bouncing back. Loving the heat and the, the rain. Uh, it's completely loving it. I'm going to have to transfer it soon into a different pot, though, because the pot that my predecessor gave it to me in uh, was... It's all right, but it's a little small. <laughs> So I got to transfer that. And then I got two, uh, oh, I got another prickly pear cactus from um, this local store that's too local for me to probably say. Um, and uh, I believe it's, no, nah, I won't say them. Um, but they, they do pretty good stuff. Um, just not around this time of year. They do it usually in the early parts. Um, kind of pricey, so, um, it's a little more pricey than I would think uh, for plants and especially with they don't have enough like somebody on there with that, with that knowledge um, that makes it worth them charging that price for those plants um, so that's that's it for that and uh, they do it's pretty it's pretty good um, I didn't get any 
all the cuttings I did too of my of the original prickly pear cactus I found at work all the cuttings took um, all of them and it's it's awesome so I can't wait for that um, what else uh, oh and my hibiscus plants uh, I'm a big I love hibiscus flowers um, they're a really useful flower really pretty and I have um, two uh, so my uncle uh, used to have these plants, uh, and people, and I always thought that you would have to get rid of them at the end, end of the year, but you don't, um, you can have them in a pot and they live year round. So I have, uh, they have, I have a friend, um, that used to say they're everywhere in Hawaii. So I, uh, have them, I have two, I have one that's an orange and one that's a red. Sometimes the orange looks like a red when it's really not, um, depending on the flower, but they've been blooming year since I got them they've been blooming I got them with a bloom and I repotted them and I thought they were gonna lose bloom but they never did they just kept blooming and they have multiple blooms actually one of them just the other day had three flowers on it um, which is amazing uh, so I've been loving those plants uh, they're in these special pots that I have uh, they're like a ceramic blue kind of retro exotic design um and with a drainage hole at the bottom and they've been doing pretty well um so i can't complain about that although i think they got a little too much water in july because one of them started to get these yellow leaves and i think i know why so yeah that's really it for that um my satellite garden the grapes are coming in really well uh, i'm gonna get a great a great grape harvest this year uh, cannabis plants are coming in really great. Um, what should I say? Uh, I did make a slight uh, mathematical error on how much nutrients each plant would be able to have. Uh, so I had them in smaller pots. And I hate clones to begin with. Um, I used, I had these clones from an old coworker of mine from my past job. And they have been nothing but trouble. They cannot, um, they need, I find they need more water than normal ones. I don't know why, maybe it's just the strain that I have. Um, they need more feed, uh, which I don't, again, I don't know if it's just because, because all my, maybe it's in, because it's in a really smaller pot. Um, but when I had cannabis plants before, uh, this never happened to me but i gotta put these in the ground now as soon as possible which is probably gonna be the rest of my today's venture uh is putting them in the ground so they get more nutrients so they don't freaking fry up on me um they're frying up right now my in-ground ones are blooming uh they are fucking growing tall and they've gotten sunburned um a lot of my a lot of them i started them too early and it was hard to transition once they were starting inside and uh, yeah, that's uh, that was my main problem, I think, with all of them. And uh, so that's that. Um, I don't think I will ever do clones again. Um, just some tips that I'm learning. Um, I, you guys, I know people that grow only on clones, which is great. Um, I just want to do things more naturally. Uh, and I think that getting a new strain 
with not a new strain but the strain but with fresh genetics instead of multiplying the genetics over and over from a single mother plant will be better um i just don't know why but i've only i've had better luck with seeded plants than i did with uh with non-seeded so we'll see i still have to uh get my uh seed vault going um that's one of my biggest things I got to get caught up on. Um, I do have some plants that I plan on some seeds I did save. I plan on doing for winter uh, growing indoors, uh, which is uh, I'll be able to focus more on too. Um, but I'm not going to top any of my outdoor plants either. I'm just going to let them go. They've been through way too much stress for me to top them right now. Um, so I'm probably going to be getting not as big of a harvest as I did last year. Um, probably going to be a little bit less, but uh, it was basically my fault. But you live and you learn. So, um, yeah, I'm just happy that I learned these lessons when I'm just doing my regular garden and I'm not running my future farm business and I learned this. Because uh, if uh, I learned this lesson while running a huge farm, then I could have ruined a whole crop for a year. And that is detrimental to a farm. Of, a, of such a small scale uh, so yeah that's really it for farm plants and everything else um, what else uh, house plants uh, oh, before I get into that uh, chickens are doing great um, I've started doing experimenting with different cooking styles with their eggs um, I'll get into that later on uh, maybe uh, maybe I'll save it for a different episode um, but yeah, so, uh, back to house plants, um, house plants doing great. I got one plant that I'm going to stick outside, uh, because it has, I believe it has small bugs on it. Um, these little white bugs and I can't figure out what they are. I know I've seen them before. I'm not good with names, especially names of certain plants. Um, only ones that really stand out, but you can't remember all the names. So, uh, I gotta figure out what that is, um, but it hasn't affected any of my other plants, which is great. Um, even though we're indoors in such a tight space, I would assume that they would have like multiplied to the other plants, but so far they haven't, at least that I've noticed. Um, but I'm gonna check again today, and yeah, that's, uh, that's it for house plants. I'm gonna, I plan on buying at least one small house plant per paycheck. I'm gonna try to. Uh, my budget is $20, but I really want to fill up my house with uh, orchids and some other house plants. That would be really great, easy to take care of um, plants. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, I was just helping somebody with an orchid problem. And when I said, uh, I told him the answer and I'm like, but isn't it going to die if it gets not enough water? I'm like, no, they're air plants. Orchids uh, live on top of trees. Uh, they live on tree barks. They live air they live on tree uh on literal trees they live in that stuff they love the air and um, they do need water but they love the air the most um so that is uh yeah so i gotta get more orchids and um yeah that's really that's really it for house house plants um farming tools uh i've gotten some really cool ones um that have really helped me out and gardening tools too that will help out anyone i started i switched to 
I switched to a carry bag um, for my tools uh, from just using a backpack because I've, as, as becoming a manager of a horticulture um, department, uh, it's, you need more tools than you realize. And it's better to have the tools and have them out when you're in the field than if you need a tool, you have to take the fucking cart and go all the way back, get the tool, make sure it's good to go, get the tool, put it back in the cart, go all the way back to where you were. And it just takes time. Like, that's a 10-minute drive. And when you're on a... And when you're in the profession, same profession that I am, you have to wait for golfers and uh, all this other stuff that go through. Uh, so it could, be, it could turn a simple 10, 5, 10-minute 10 drive mm-hmm. into a 15, 20. Um, depending on how many people are on the course, this and that. So it's really about time management and figuring out what you need that day but also predicting what might you need um and everything else of course i can't keep all my tools in one bag um i just have too many tools so uh, i put my most important tools in there and then i have a yard x tool that um actually a friend of mine's uh family member started um that company which i use all the time i love that uh it was like 80 bucks. Um, it's five tools in one. Um, and the head pivots and locks in. Which is great. Uh, I got a bunch of new watering cans. No company branding on them. Just made in the USA. They've been doing really well um, from Mahoney's. Also, uh, I've got my... Uh, oh, two tools I love the most. Actually, three tools I love the most. Um, that I haven't really talked about before, but, uh, my Hori Hori knife. And I want to go, I could do a whole episode about the Hori Hori knife, which I plan on doing because it's such a favorite tool of mine. Um, but it's a, it's a Japanese gardening tool. And I always thought it was funny because of the name, because Hori literally means dig. So it's called the dig dig tool. And it literally does what it says it does. Uh, it's a digging tool with... Uh, ruler in the middle of the trowel it says it's a thin trowel um with that's angled with a pointed uh tip very sharp uh and on one end it's a blade like a regular uh straight blade and then on the other side it's a serrated blade so you have a tipped blade uh point and you have a regular edge and a serrated edge and on top of the trowel that you already have plus the ruler measurements that are in the middle of the trowel uh, with a wooden handle and it has like Japanese markings on it um, that usually say the company or who made it or something and it comes in a leather uh, I want to say sheath yeah yeah I love the sheath that is this tool is amazing uh, people use it for weeding planting uh, harvesting uh what else earthen work um there's so many more i gotta actually read up more on it uh i like it's just one of my favorite tools because i see everybody on even on gardening twitter and farming twitter like tons of people use them uh especially in gardening um to weed because you get there's such fine weeding instruments um and the tip really allows you to get underneath the soil to get those roots uh, so you don't have to pull out a huge thing of soil. Like you could cut the roots 
uh, you you go and you cut the plant right at the stem right under the uh, soil so the roots uh, so you don't pull out the whole roots and ruin the garden bed the roots just decay in the soil that's already there um, that's one of my favorite parts of that but we'll get into more of it later in a different episode that I will record I plan on getting more regular with these episodes it's been crazy but uh, I finally got myself a planner uh, which is great uh, small pocket moleskin planner um, moleskin probably one of my favorite companies in the world uh, right now for uh, books and it's keeping um, keeping me on track learning as a manager to time management and everything else is key along with um, managing what tasks come first what ones are better than others to do right there even though all tasks are important some need to be done quicker than others and everything else Um, yeah and I want to say what's what other one should I do so yeah so that's another good tool that I had Um, the second tool well, it's actually more, they're two accessories that you wear. Um, uh, well, they're needed accessories. Uh, some people call me crazy, but uh, I'll tell you why I'm not in a second. Uh, so, one of the tools that I have is, uh, hold on, let me restart that. Um, sorry, I was just uh, getting in from another, uh, getting to my next place. So, uh, where I was at. So then, uh, the first accessory was, um, that I'll tell you about is a bandana and multiple reasons everybody should own at least a bandana. Um, I'm not going to get into all of them. That'll be in a different episode, um, which talks about gardening tools and that stuff. Uh, but bandanas are great. I always have one cause my hands get dirty. Uh, I, I usually carry two, one that I use for anything. Um, where if it's to wipe myself off, if I get like, uh, if dirt or leaves, uh, any like plant material from weed whacking or something like that. Um, what else? Uh, if I get splashed by roadside water, uh, anything else like that. Uh, and then I have, uh, that, that's usually my dirty. I wiped some tools off with it if need be. Um, and then I have my regular bandana, which is I use for my hair and to keep my hair in check so it's out of my face. Uh, uh, you can wear it to block out sun. Um, I use it also as a mask, you know, for COVID and everything if I, if, uh, if I need to when I'm going into a building. Um, I also use it as a mask for when I'm weed whacking so I don't get shit in my beard or mouth. Um, damn, there's so many... You can use it as an accessory to keep the sun off your neck, uh, to keep the sun off you in general. Um, you could use it if you get a cut in the field. Uh, I'm going to list more reasons later, but yeah, and a good one you need to, not like the ten, the $8 one that CVS sells because, you know, uh, they everyone needs a mask for COVID. It's not like that. Like, those are good, but they're not, like, good. You want one that lasts. Like, I got – this one's I got there off of Etsy – um, I love Etsy because I love supporting like artists and people like that. Um, there's this one, I'll get the actual name of her and maybe I'll try to get an, a interview with her. Cause I would love to see how she makes this, these clothing with, um, the environment in mind. Like she makes hemp stuff and hemp cotton and cotton stuff with 
reusable and biodegradable stuff in mind. And she uses, uh, she makes these hemp bandanas, 100% hemp. And they are, say around, they're a little pricey. They're in like the $35, $40 range, but they're worth it because they're huge. First off, I have a big head and they fit my head perfectly, like 24 inches by 24 inches, I think. Um, I believe that's what it is. Yeah, I'll have to recheck those dimensions. Um, it's great. Love it. Uh, all different colors. You get it dyed. It's going to be more than undyed. Um, the undyed ones, and you can get them in different sizes too, are usually around 20, 25, um, not including shipping and that stuff. But she does great work. Uh, takes a little bit to get to you, but it's totally worth it. They last. Uh, my problem is I can't, I have so many because I use them for different things that I can't remember where I put some of them. So I've been like cleaning like crazy to try to find them. Uh, I have most of them in my, in my bag, so... And that's where I like to keep them. Uh, and yeah, that's, uh, that's really it for that. Um, uh, I'll do more on a different episode. And the other one that I like is called uh, Tilly Tilly's. Uh, it's a hat company. Uh, let me actually get it right here. I have it with me. It's uh, T-I-L-L-E-Y. And it's uh, a hat company in Canada, made in Canada. Uh and they have, let's see, it's 98% organic cotton, 2% spandex, removable insert, uh, hand wash and everything. But it's, I'll do a whole episode on these hats too. These hats are amazing. Um, I got a hiker's one with a wide brim um, because it's certified uh, UPF 50 plus and it's certified for life, authentic Tilly. Um, they're expensive. They're in like the $70, $80 range. Um, but they're totally worth it because it could collapse. It's buoyant. Um, it's got a holder if you want to hold some cash or something in the middle. It's got a, a hidden pocket. Uh, a little thing to hook up your hat onto a hat holder. Um, it flattens. You can bend it any way and you can bend it back to shape. And it'll always stay in shape. Um, it doesn't sink. Buoyant and that stuff. Uh, yeah, it's just great. It has uh, wind cords, front and back wind cords. I love this thing, and mostly because you get it has like air for your hair too. It has like the air flow stuff for the top, so your head stays cool. And it has an insert which you could leave in water for like five minutes, and take it out, let it dry for like a minute, and then put it in there. And then you put your hat on, and your head stays cool. Uh, it's like some technology they put into the hat, um, which is amazing because your hair doesn't feel damp too. It just feels like, oh, there's like cooler wind going into my hat. Um, hundred percent recommend it. They, they do different types of hats on there too, like bucket hats and hemp hats and everything else. Um, yeah, so those are my new ones. Uh, I didn't really get that much other stuff. I got some new knives I'll do. Um, differently they're mostly for cooking um but they're like pocket uh, pocket chef's knife and a pocket uh meat knife um not sure why i got the pocket meat knife but it was pretty cool so uh and it came as like a set type of thing so i did got that but i do a lot of cutting of vegetables out in the field and that stuff and if i wanted a fresh tomato for my lunch you know it's better to have a knife sharp 
knife, which I could use, which was a chef's knife for like 20 bucks, which is a pocket one. So um, that's great. And yeah, so I'll do more talking about different episodes, about the other stuff later. Um, I just wanted to give an update episode quickly uh, and to talk about some stuff like that. And to let you guys know, I do have some interviews coming up. So don't worry, I didn't give up on those. Um, it's just been hard scheduling wise with, with shit going on in my life and then shit going on outside um, and other people's schedules. So uh, the next episode will be uh, this coming Monday uh, with a friend, one of my friends from the Facebook group, actually, uh, Maddie Nicole is going to be on. Um, and then the week after that, uh, I have an episode coming out uh with another Facebook member, uh, Michelle Lee. Uh, we're going to be talking house plants again, like with Maddie and everything else. So, um, and any other gardening stuff. So please tune in, uh, follow us on the Facebook, join the Facebook group and, uh, Twitter at overgrowth. Um, and yeah, that's really it. Look out for the Instagram page and I hope to see you guys soon again. Peace.